0: Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta Barbecue and beyond. Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 26, and this show is brought to you by Canada's Barbecue School. Check out www.bbqclass.ca for details on the pitmaster classes scheduled in five Alberta cities for 2019, taught by national champ Rob Reinhart of Prairie Smoke and Spice Barbecue. They will have five styles of smokers on site, so if you're in the market for a new smoker, just being down there and being able to check out the different varieties is worth the price alone. Come down, get an unbiased advice, and taste the food for yourself. You'll learn the techniques that impress judges and techniques that impress your family. They're not always the same, you know. Tackling five different meats we will talk about ingredients, technology, cooking fuels, and different strategies to allow you to be the king or queen of the smoker. Check the link in the show notes for full details, and I'll be uh, down there attending one of the Calgary classes, and I hope to see a bunch of you there. Quick curling update before we move on. Uh, team Chalifor in the Springbank Curling Club Tuesday night men's league has improved to 3-7-1. and one. Uh, Two wins in a row for us. It is my night off. The boys are out there right now, so hopefully uh, bringing in another win. And I do need to add in, uh, or my daughter will give me the gears, that the last win last week was by default. Uh, we showed up for the 9 o'clock draw, and the other team... Did not show up. Uh, so my public service announcement to everybody out there listening is: if you're involved in any sort of a sports or activity league, uh, and for whatever reason your team can't make it, have the courtesy to make a phone call, send an email, let the other team know so that they don't uh, drag their butts out of the house at 8:30 at night to be there on a nine o'clock on a winter's evening, and uh, you don't show up. It's a little inconsiderate, but anyways. We'll take the win as we, however we can get it uh this past weekend had uh, myself a nice little run of eating some Calgary barbecue uh, two visits to uh, prairie dog brewing here in Calgary, also a visit to Patty's and also big teas. so had a nice little uh, stretch there, filled my belly, doing great uh on the subject of Calgary and Alberta barbecue. keep your eyes open on the alberta barbecue trail www.albertabbqtrail.ca uh the instagram and twitter accounts are going to be having updates on this year's participants coming out so watch that on to this week's show uh going to call this perspectives on the american royal i sat down with uh, two folks kenny wallace who you might recall from uh my barbecue on the bow show last fall he was one of the competitors down there and uh, this time he was at the American Royal as a judge. And also Janice Smella from the Smella Q team. They were there as a competitors. Um, sat down with the two of them and we just had a real nice chat. And it was interesting to get perspectives from both sides on the American Royal. So, with all of that said, let's roll right into the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Uh, something kind of special for you today or this week. I'm here with uh, Kenny Wallace and Janice Smella. Uh, Now Kenny, you may recall I spoke with uh, back in September at the Barbecue on the Bow podcast and uh, he was after that uh, down in Kansas City as a judge at the uh, American Royal. And Janice is part of a team that was there competing at the American Royal and they're uh, both uh, Calgary Barbecue folks. And uh, Kenny hit me with the idea of getting all of us together to kind of get both sides of the story from the, uh, from the American Royal competition. So, Kenny, Janice, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ryan. Right. Awesome so, to be here. Yeah, that's great. I appreciate this. Uh, what I like to do starting off is uh, asking folks their barbecue story. How did you uh, come to be in this crazy uh, crazy world of barbecue? So Janice, why don't we start with you? Sure. <laughs> there's
1: always, I laugh because there's always a good one. Yeah. Um, so I cook with my husband, Russell, under uh, the Smell Q banner. Right. Uh, five or six years ago, we took our, uh, we had a weekend to ourselves with no kids, and so mm-hmm. we flew down to Texas and we had our own barbecue weekend tour of feasting. Awesome. And uh, traveled around and had a great weekend, and realized that the barbecue down there was not attainable at that point in time back home. Mm-hmm. So uh, we flew out of Houston, and my husband naturally said, "Let's go shopping for a new pit." All right. And uh, a couple months later, we had a uh, pit maker vault shipped to our home mm-hmm. in the middle of January. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, And many YouTube videos later, we thought we could cook just like everybody else. Sure. And um, that was the next piece to get us cooking.
0: Right. So So when did you move from backyard cooking into the competition side of things?
1: Pretty much immediately. Right?
0: just jumped right in? (laughs) Yeah. Awesome.
1: So I say when you don't pay attention to what your spouse does, (laughs) you end up in strange predicaments. So my husband watched a lot of YouTube videos and said, because we didn't have anybody to refer to teach us how to use this pit that we had purchased. And he said, Oh, do you know what other teams do with this pit? And I said, what do you mean teams?" (laughs) And he said, yeah, they compete just like barbecue on the bow. We should enter. Then we'll learn how to use the pit. And I'm not exactly sure what happened between that point in January, but we competed, um, well, I guess I know. We we took uh Rob Reinhardt's uh prairie smoke and spices right. backyard class. We watched more videos and uh, we cooked our first competition in Edmonton as a practice okay. for Calgary.
0: That's the Porca
1: That's right, yeah. Awesome. That was the first year that they ran okay. it. Yep. Yeah. And uh we did pretty well in our first competition, and so we got sucked in. That's
0: always, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I've got a theory that they kind of know the the newcomers and uh, <laughs> play some high to keep them coming back. Yeah, so we're yeah. one of those. Yeah, awesome. That's super, Kenny. How about you? We uh, we talked a little bit
2: before, but how did you kind of get into this whole? Sure. Well, uh, we also have a protracted history. Um, you know, we. Started with uh, Vicky getting a gift as a um, uh, of a propane smoker, okay, um, just a cabinet or a chest style, mm-hmm. and uh, we dabbled with that for a little while, and that was fun. But uh, how we discovered this competition <clears throat> thing was, um, I was walking home from work. This is back when I lived in Crescent Heights, and I was working downtown, and uh, I was walking through Eau Claire, and I came up on this t- tremendous smell. Yeah. And I was wondering what the heck was going on and it turned out it was um barbecue on the boat. Back when and I had no idea there. that this was a thing yet. Right. Yeah. You know, um so this might have been twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. Not I, I think it was twenty twelve. Okay. Yeah. And um so after that I I made a note mm-hmm. to follow up on this the next year. Yeah. And um, the next year I came back uh, and spoke to the right people and I volunteered. And uh, so I helped out there. That was great. Um, and then I discovered that you could be a judge. And so I signed up for the judges course the next year. Right. Now we're in 2014. And, um, and that's how I really started, was I started as a judge. I, I had judged uh, the four Alberta events after that. And and then my wife wanted to get into to all this too, and yeah. um, uh, I may have mentioned the last time, I don't remember, yeah. but she has a peanut allergy, and yes. so it's not a good idea for her to judge. So we decided we're going to jump in and compete. So um, since then, I've been mostly competing, but um, I've I always thought about keeping a finger in the judging right. side, and, uh, and so... Um, this time you know the American Royal uh, came around I thought you know what um, I think this is a great opportunity to get into judging you know periodically and uh, and do um, this and taste some world-class barbecue and see what other people are doing and so I signed up I signed up for the um, both the Invitational and the Open and um, the Open is a lot easier to get into because they need a lot more judges right because there's a lot more teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they accepted me into that pretty quickly. Awesome. And, um, yeah, and, and that's how I got down there. Excellent. Yeah. So do you think that having,
0: I guess, essentially started on the judging side of things has helped
2: you as a competition cook? Um, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, it is kind of an iterative process. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I was judging... I had no idea what was going into these boxes yet right you know and then when I got into the competition side then I started seeing um, trends and and um, and and things that I thought that I was looking for back in the tent mm-hmm. and then now having come back to the judging tent um, I've come full circle and and so um, now I feel like I'm a much better judge than I was when I was first judging right so so that that's really been interesting, interesting. and um as I mentioned um I'd like to do that periodically mm-hmm. um but even though I prefer the competition side yeah. the judging side is has been really cool well, it's interesting that you
0: you feel it's made you a better judge I would have thought having the judging background would give me give help you on the competition be a better competition cup but it's it's interesting that you yeah, feel it's but, gone both
2: ways. That's, that's great. You know, like um, on the judging side, you only see the finished product, mm-hmm. so it's really hard to know what goes into it the when work, you see it. Everything, you know? and, yeah. and everything looks beautiful, usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um, it's it's yeah. If if you've never done the prep side, the competition side, mm-hmm. the cooking, then. It, it's easy to take for granted uh, what's gone into sure. it and mm-hmm. how they got their sauce to look so shiny or yeah. their their, their cut so perfect and everything and and so and you're you may not have an eye for that yet until mm-hmm. you're actually doing all of those things yourself. No, no, that's that's uh, interesting insight.
0: Uh, uh, so Janice, uh, what led you to the uh, to the American Royal from a competition standpoint? Kind of was there a build up or
1: um. We had been fortunate enough, um, two years ago to travel down to, um, compete at the World Foods competition Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, in Alabama. And so on our way there, we had not, um, won a contest yet. And so, um, because it was on our way, mm-hmm. we actually, um, competed in the open two years ago. Okay. And, uh, coincidentally, our friends, um, we had a another team that went down as well, and uh, they had done really well, mm-hmm. but they didn't know that they did well. Okay. So we ended up picking up uh, their ribbons, and they actually took reserve grand champion oh, at, wow. at the open. And so, <laughs> uh, so. That was an exhilarating feeling for our friends, right. um, but at the same time, uh, we got a taste of what it was like to yeah. do well at yeah. the competition, <laughs> yeah. so kudos to Montana Outlaw. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what made us think, oh, we should go back, so yeah. um, anyways, things just kind of fell in place This for this past year. Um, we have won some competitions to earn, to be able to cook in the Invitational. Yeah. And the timing was right, so off
0: we went. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So I guess let's talk a little bit about your experience at the Royal this year. What? Tell me about it. I, I, I haven't delved a whole lot into the competition barbecue side of things. Sure. Um, my visit this past uh, September down to barbecue on the bow was really kind of my, I guess, my second checking out any sort of a competition barbecue. So that's kind of new to me. So I'm curious to see from your standpoint what the uh, what the experience was.
1: Um, It's in many ways overwhelming Mm -hmm. because the size of the um, space for the competition is astounding. Mm -hmm. The number of teams is astounding. Um, At the Open they had over 460 teams this year. Um, So there's and all the you know I guess big names in barbecue in terms of who's been on a TV show right. or who's doing well in the current year standings, um, everyone's down there and it's yeah. the heart of barbecue in Kansas yeah, City. Absolutely. So um, it's a great opportunity to get out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. I think in Canada, since it's not really a natural, um, it's not what Canada's known no, for. So no. it's great to see, um, you know, what the true culture is like. Mm-hmm. Um, we were also fortunate enough uh, we reached out to Pitmaker and asked if we could borrow a pit okay. from a team in the area for right, the competition. Right. Um, driving 30 hours mm. is not really a good time necessarily. <laughs> yeah. And so um, we reached out and uh, they supplied us with the guy that drove a pit out of Texas oh, all wow. the way up nice. for us. He spent the weekend with us. Oh, so awesome. we got to know him. Yeah. Um, we swap stories, traded secrets, I guess, Um, got to see a different view and so um, a lot of barbecue I think is definitely social time Mm -hmm. and so it was nice to um, see not only friends across Canada but um, friends that we've made across the US as well.
0: That's that barbecue family that I've talked about, right? you reach out and people are there to help you out right
1: for sure and no questions asked like it's amazing what people will supply you Mm -hmm. Um, and in turn you'll do the same
0: yeah absolutely yeah so just there are two sides to the American Royal the open and the Invitational kind of explain that a little bit for folks
1: sure so uh, to be at the Invitational you have to have won a contest as the Grand Champion Um, and when you win a contest you fill out some paperwork and then Mm -hmm. they log you in um, it does not have to be a KCBS um, or Kansas City Barbecue Society sanctioned contest to do that. It can be another um, society in Canada, it's typically KCBS, so yeah. that's an easy check mark. Yeah. Um, but anyways, you will see um, teams from all over the world, so Australia, Japan, mm. Denmark, Finland. Um, most of them are obviously American. Sure. Um, but. That's the Invitational portion, so mm. this year there was 164 teams competing right. in the Invitational. And then the Open is truly open, so right. anybody who wants to sign up, can sign up, make the trek.
0: Pay your fee and, and you have a spot. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the 467 teams. Correct. That's uh, mind-boggling. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs>
2: yeah. So the event's hosted at the Kansas Speedway, right. which I, I don't think we've mentioned yet. Right. And um, the teams fill up nearly the entire infield. That's it, wild. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's a great picture uh, at the American Royal Facebook page, um, panoramic style, oh, just f- showing all the teams there. Some, I think it's at dusk, but it could be a picture taken at dawn. Yeah, but yeah. The, you know, it's got the nice magic hour wow, yeah. sky and everything. And yeah. yeah, yeah, So, and it's just astounding, just how massive this event is and how many teams are there they make you even if you're only in the open they make you come in early right. like you can't just move in okay. the uh, after the invitational so uh, it's the, it's the over. invitational's first yeah yes, yes. in the That's open right. okay mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. all
0: right
1: the logistics is actually very impressive I would, to uh, have yeah. that many teams move in with vehicles smokers yeah um you know facilities beer (laughs) it's got it all
2: yeah Yeah. no there's a it's kind of like an open beer policy really i mean like like unlike some of the events around here over there you can buy your beer and just walk around with it right yeah just uh keep stay
0: responsible right
2: pretty much somewhat at least that's what they ask yeah
0: yeah there's uh, another barbecue podcast out of houston area that i listen to and they were at the Royal this year, and they actually won Best Party. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so cool. They uh, sounds like they had a good time. It sounded like a NASCAR may have gotten fired up, but uh, <laughs> a few. Yeah, I heard that night. Yeah, they
1: were driving around. Oh, they. The uh, yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Kenny let's talk about uh, your experience at the Royal on the the judging side yeah sure
2: so um, as I mentioned um, I had signed up to do um, to judge everything that you could judge and they they have a selection process and um, getting into the open was easy Um, the other categories were um, they didn't need as many judges so I didn't end up getting selected ahead of time and what I learned after or once I was there is that a lot of the judges that are chosen to do each um, event don't always show up. And so you could show up as a standby judge and they just, like, um, I think they ask you to show up at 9 a.m. the day of uh, with your badge Mm -hmm. if you're interested and just wait in line and they'll start taking judges from that line as needed. And... um, uh, I would have done that had I known that I could, but yeah. I filled up my schedule with yeah. barbecue tourist stuff. stuff. Yeah, and um, and so now the next time I go back, if I don't get selected mm-hmm. for the invitational, I know that I still have a really good chance to judge yeah. in that too. Um, but uh, I did judge the open, and um, over ninety judges didn't show up. Wow! And so they ended up choosing. All the judges that were waiting in line. I don't know wow. what the shortfall was, but they didn't end up replacing all the yeah, judges that didn't a, show up. That's a huge number. Yeah, and and so they tried <laughs> to have one judge per team. Okay. Um, I, I As I mentioned, I don't know what the final count was, but there must have been over 400 judges in wow. there. And it, it's just this this huge hall mm-hmm. where there's there was, I think over or almost a hundred tables of judges yeah and each table had five or six judges at it so so it wasn't quite a hundred because that would have been 600 judges but uh um yeah it was probably 90-ish maybe but um yeah a lot of judges in there i've never seen anything like it Yeah, and um when the trays start or, or the clamshells start showing up um your table captain goes over to the the um, the tent or where they're receiving them, and they and walks back to your table. And you, there's just this line of table captains walking through there, mm-hmm. bringing the the food back to their table for the judges to sample. Wow! Yeah, it was it was impressive, really impressive. Um, and so so the judging aspect, um, I guess for for those who don't know, um, we judge six boxes or six teams in each of the categories, and so the, f- the four KCBS categories are um, chicken, pork ribs, pork shoulder, and beef brisket, and then there was a lot of um, extra categories here, and so um, I also got to taste turkey breast, um, pork sausage, and I think pork uh, um pork chop or pork tenderloin, okay. one or the other okay. yeah yeah and then there's others on the other days as well sure but, um that's what came by my table yeah and so um you as a judge you taste six samples of each of those uh and and then you rank each of them for taste tenderness and appearance and um, on a scale of two to nine mm-hmm. and um two being the lowest nine being the highest and um, there's no such thing as a perfect score, so there's no 10s. Right. You know? Okay. <laughs> uh, nine is excellent. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so, um, and to win at the American Royal, you pretty much need every judge to give you nines. Yeah. You know, and I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the winner of every category had perfect scores. Oh.
1: I yeah, think. they did. Yeah yeah or pretty close to you or
2: pretty close if not perfect yeah yeah so so um yeah it's quite something and to come out on top of 460 plus teams you know it's crazy it's like someone had mentioned after the invitational um boy that was hard now let's add another 300 teams you know (laughs) 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 just to make it even harder you know for the open um yeah, yeah it's 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 amazing um, so as I mentioned, I, I filled my time up with uh, barbecue tourist stuff. Awesome. There's a lot of stuff going on at the American Royal. Right. Um, and uh, this is mostly general public type stuff. Um, a lot of it you buy a ticket to. So I had signed up for other events um, such as um, I did. Um, I, I judged the party of the year on Friday okay. night. And so what they do there is they... Um, they take you around to four tents, and so you get kind of VIP treatment right. in each of these ah, tents. Yeah. Um, whereas a lot of the tents are kind of private functions, so mm. you can't just walk into them. Right. Yeah. Some are more open, but um, many of them mm. aren't, and so the judges get access to those. Right. Right. Um. Mm. So they often let you get to the front of the line for the buffet or the. The drink line or right. something because they know that each judge is only there for 30 to 45 minutes sure. anyway before they move on to the next tent mm-hmm. and so they want the judge to get the full experience of course. Right? Yeah. Um, the other things i did was um but there's a bunch of restaurants there from okay. the kansas city area and um you could it was like basically like taste of calgary or taste of edmonton ticket, um you buy tickets yeah. and you can try each of the restaurants so um, I tried them all. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so so that was great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there is eight restaurants there, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, they all they all had little sample size awesome. things and or, yeah, tasters. and yeah. yeah. So that was great. Um, I did a royal tour, and the royal tour is um, again a guided tour, and the, the, the guide takes you around um the american royal grounds and um shows you some of the teams and the teams are expecting us and so then you walk onto the team site and the the team will tell you kind of um how they got there what they do right. and um and if they have a restaurant or sauce or you know like um uh one of the places we saw uh was um a sauce company and they okay. gave us all sauces nice you know a bottle sure. each yeah and uh, so that was cool yeah and um and then the the other thing i did was the um knob creek bourbon tasting mm-hmm. yeah and so they <laughs> that was also pretty great yeah. and you just sit down and try four different bourbons nice. and they walk you through it and it, with this yeah. guy who has tons of charisma and personality mm-hmm. and just like talks through it like you know he's born yeah. to do it and yeah. Like, yeah and and so that was a lot of fun too and um yeah so so that was that kind of sums up my weekend. I spent a lot of time also hanging out with uh, with uh, my friends. I yeah. spent a little bit of time with Janice and Russ and also yeah. with um, Rob and Chris mm-hmm. uh, over in the Prairie Smoke uh, tent, and then some time over at Rocky Mountain Smokers as yeah. well. And, and then I got to meet a lot of people too. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So very eye opening. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Did the quality of food was the quality of food <coughs> different at the Royal Open than what you've tasted before?
2: Uh, very good question so um, I would say the the range is similar you know okay. um the the low end to the high end mm-hmm. but um there was what was the the good stuff was really good like and and i I would say um, so this was like already almost three months ago um let me try to remember this um. I think that the, the ribs were outstanding. Like the six boxes of ribs that we got at my table were like the best six that I've ever seen as a judge. And now, I mean, I only have um, five comp- um, five judged competitions under my belt. It's not right. like I've done a dozen or more. Yeah. But, um, but of the ones I've seen, these were the best. The pork category, they were just okay. Mm-hmm. Um, chicken... I, I have this thing or this theory about chicken that in KCBS the chicken always gets generously judged because the judges are starving ah. you know so um, is that the first yeah know, the it's first the first box in? to come to you <laughs> yeah. and so everything tastes uh-huh. great Yeah. you know and then brisket often gets harshly judged because it's the last box right, but, right. but I felt like the brisket here at the competition was still pretty good yeah. you know um, better than than what I've seen um here at the competitions I've been to as a judge. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah, so like I mentioned there were some not so good entries, but the ones that were good were really good. Awesome. Mhm.
0: And Janice, you competed as you said did both the open and the invitational. How how do you feel your results were What uh happy with the way it all went to?
1: Um well, <laughs> mm-hmm. our Our cook went smooth. So that's usually kind of how uh, you, as a team, you kind of assess how you think you're going to do, Mm -hmm. Um, especially, I guess, we've had quite a few competitions under our belt. This is our fifth year of competing, or this was our fifth year of competing. Um, So it went pretty smooth and uh, it was also extremely hot. I think it was about average 40 degrees C um, Mm. through the weekend with humidity and being on pavement and such. Yeah. And so, uh, anyways, we, the cook went smooth, but when we got our results, we came, um, definitely close to the bottom, um, of the invitational cook mm-hmm. and it was consistent across all of our meats. Okay. And it was our, I guess what we call our standard cook. It's what we cook in competitions in Canada. <laughs> so, um, it was defeating, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and humbling. But it also gave us a chance to look at our cook and think about it because it was consistently poor ratings across the board, you know that you've done something or you're cooking something that is not to the quality or the liking of probably the judges in the area. So uh, because we we knew we were cooking the open the next day, we thought, We'll just throw it to the wind and see what happens. So we went for a long walk, yeah. talked to a bunch of other teams, asked them. Uh, they tasted some of our food that we had left over, asked them for suggestions, asked them right. for what was different if they had done better in a category or what is normal for them. And, um, and uh, we ended up coming back with a lot of product um, that was... <laughs> Um, given to yes. us by Cosmos Q. Okay. Um, they were, it's a brand you can buy in Canada, yeah. but it's not a brand that we had been using consistently. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so we said, we'll what? figure it out. Yeah, why not? Right? <laughs> so um, I guess that was kind of the good thing about having some of the experience because we, um, I'm very organized, very planned. And so throwing our program to the wind was a yeah. hard thing. A little tough, yeah. But um, we did much better the next day. We uh, So we came from 140th out of 165. Um, we came 69 out of 467 teams. That's impressive. And then the glory of the weekend, really, all was forgotten when we got a call. Right. So a call is when um, your team name is uh, called out right. and you get to walk to the stage to retrieve a a coveted ribbon yeah. and bragging rights yes, at the end absolutely. of the day, but it was redeeming just because the struggles we had the day yeah. before. And
0: the call was for for ribs, for ribs, yeah. yeah so awesome.
1: we came 19th in ribs, that's, and yeah. that was
0: makes it all worthwhile, right?
1: It definitely. That's all we remember now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> Forget the bad stuff and learn from it. But uh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. But congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. So what's uh, what's next for Smellique?
1: Ah, we have more competitions <laughs> ahead of us, yeah. of course. Um, so we are headed down um, to Arizona at the end of December. Okay, there's cool. a competition at a rodeo down there. Um, it's, I'm expecting the number of teams to show up to be pretty large. It's the last team, or last, last competition of the calendar year. So okay. there's teams that are chasing points that will be right. there. Um, but we're there for a good time. Yeah. And then in February, we are going to go to Little Rock, Arkansas for the KCVS Invitational. Okay. So if you um, uh, get Reserve Grand Champion or Grand Champion, um, win a contest in the past year, you are eligible to compete. And then uh, we'll finish February up with the Houston Rodeo, so that's a first time Canadian I guess. Okay. Um, and, uh, we're pretty excited, but, uh, there's a lot of unknowns. It's a slightly different um, Program or judging yeah, criteria it's not KCBS, right? Correct. Yeah. I think it follows something closer to IBCA, yeah. which is the Texas yes. standard Yeah. And so, uh, we've been <laughs> my poor kids have been succumbed to uh. eating chicken for the last like eight weeks Um, as we have to cook half chickens instead of just uh, you Uh, can cook thighs or breasts or drumsticks or whatnot in KCBS but you have to submit a half chicken not um, not cut up into pieces oh really
2: yeah okay only one half or multiple halves
1: one half okay and you get to choose the one half you submit from two halves so you go to the competition with one chicken, Mm -hmm. it gets tagged so that you don't swap Swap it out out, and you put one of the halves into the competition. So that's the same as um, ribs, you get two racks of ribs to cook from so you submit one rack and you submit nine bones and with uh, brisket you only get one brisket and you do nine slices and you're done. So
2: they give you all the meat for this? No, you bring your own meat, but
1: it's tagged, so you're supervised when you prep it. Right, wow. And uh, my next adventure is uh, teaching or learning how to cook in a Dutch oven. Um, So there's a Dutch oven dessert. That's Mm -hmm. the category that I'm not so familiar with, but many weekends later, my kids have been eating a lot of dessert as well. Yes. So, the fun part about barbecue is also being able to experiment and practice.
0: Absolutely. Well, I I was saying before we started recording, I'm often in Houston right around that time, so hopefully we'll maybe uh, get down and see you when you're down there. That'd be awesome. Yeah, please stop by. Yes, for sure. And, uh, Kenny, what's kind of in the pipeline for you?
2: Well, we're um, so. If I mentioned my team name is Fireweed Barbecue, right. uh, Fireweed Barbecue is looking <coughs> at um, coming back for their third season, our third season uh, of competition in 2019, yeah. and um, so we we have also been practicing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been uh, only doing Alberta events so far in their right. first two years. So there's been four events per year, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so we've had a great time doing those four, but. Um, as a team, we've been talking about going a little further. And I think that's the natural progression for most teams. you know. Start um, locally. St- exactly. And um, um, some go a little sooner, some go a little later. But uh, if you stick around long enough, everyone seems to eventually go a little further away yeah. from home. Yeah, And so um, we're going to take our competition team a little further. We haven't decided where. I mean, the options are BC and Montana. Are the, the neighboring state or province uh, yeah. that have competitions um, and in terms of judging um, I still would like to judge a contest or two next year uh, but I prefer to compete at contests that are closer because um, it's easier to bring our stuff yeah, so absolutely. for judging um, it, it's still a little early but uh, maybe I'll look at going back to the American Royal again next year uh, and or um, maybe well maybe not 2019 but maybe 2020 Arkansas contest because right. um, I know they they're, they look for judges too I think they've already started accepting judges for that but yeah. um, just looking at our schedule we can't make that fit mm-hmm. this, this soon or this year yeah. or next year I guess it is but yeah. uh, 2019 um, but yeah so uh, I'll be looking for another big time contest or mm-hmm. two to, to judge at yeah. for next year
0: now, now that you've done the royal mm-hmm. uh, on the open side, does that does that
2: is that taken into account if you apply again for the invitational? Some people say yes. Okay. Um, if you've been there once, then that looks favorably sure. on you. Sure. Um, it's described in the application process that it is a draw of course yeah but, <laughs> but if they recognize your name and that you've been <laughs> sure. there before made a good impression some people think that 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 can um, add some weight sure. to your application okay. and yeah. uh, and and so that could help secure my spot before leaving home right but as Either i mentioned way, if a, i yeah good chance knowing what i know it. now all i have to do is show up um, the day of the contest and 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 wait in line awesome mm-hmm, mm-hmm so that's if anyone listening to this is thinking about going to the American Ralph and you don't get accepted for the invitational I'd say try anyway yeah show up and get in line right mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: awesome anything you guys want to plug or promote before we wrap up sponsors anything like that no looking for
1: we just enjoy the. Yeah. The barbecue family yeah. and uh, the camaraderie and um, and it's across not just teams it's also with judges and mm-hmm. basically spectators that have come by yeah. um, we have been competing on the circuit for a while and it's really great how um, how well the community gets together Facebook has been an excellent conduit mm-hmm. um you know to have random conversation to help somebody else out um, but it's a it's a great forum for discussion about food mm. and what we're passionate about. Yeah,
2: awesome, definitely. Um, the barbecue family has been great. Yeah, um, and and it's it spreads out into all aspects of this, um, including um, not just between teams and um, between judges and between judges and teams, but also at the contests when uh, we're, we've got our tent set up. Um, we're we're working right at the front. And trying to get people to come by and talk to us and ask us questions, and, yeah. and that's not something every team does, but yeah. but uh, that's how we like we like to interact, and um, yeah. and we have tons of fun doing that. And um, um, also, um, I think I'd just like to plug. Uh, I don't know if this has already come up on your show, but the Canadian Barbecue Society. Yeah. They have a website, cbbqs.ca dot yes. and um, they're just basically trying to promote barbecue in canada and uh and they're doing a great job doing that
0: yeah i recently bought my membership did you good um, good yeah i mean i guess there's a meetup at the end of december exactly yeah Yeah, i plan to go to that over in erdry yeah yeah looking forward to meeting some folks there and
2: yeah and and my wife vicky and i are planning on going to that too excellent yeah Yeah. that's gonna be fun awesome Mm mm-hmm
0: well, uh, I guess one day, something I had wanted to chat about before we uh, the, the Canadian contingent at the Royal. Sure. Uh, it sounds like there was, I think, from Western Canada, for a fair number of folks that were down there, and what? Uh, yeah. You, you mentioned a few of them already, Rob and Chris. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there was um, a few teams from Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a team that I apologize. I think they're named Pat's Barbecue, but they had one. A sauce contest of some sort um, so there was it's that's the neat thing about um, the teams that come out yeah. to um, the contest is there's teams from all over the world yeah. um, I got to know some teams two years ago um, from the East Coast in Ontario and um, this year on my own I traveled out to uh, Ontario and I yes. cooked a contest and I really did it because I had met A few teams, um, like Team Eatopedia and Hellbent Barbecue, who offered everything I needed. um, And I can't forget Steve Perrin's, Team Rusty's Barbecue, who supplied me with everything I needed. And so you get a friendship um, that you may not expect, but you also make friends, Mm -hmm. you know, through. through people you either meet in person or through who you get to connect with after
2: yeah. the fact. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been great. Like just just being there um, allows you to meet all these people, and then once you've met them, I mean, presuming you're not just a jerk, you know, sure. you're, you're going to make <laughs> friendships yeah. pretty easily. Yeah. And uh, and when you need them again, like or they need you, yeah. then then help gets lent pretty easily. It's, awesome. For yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Excellent. Well, Janice, Kenny, thank you so much. I really appreciate this, uh, Kenny. Again, thank you for uh, coming up with the idea of getting uh, both of you together here. It was great and nice to see both uh, get both sides of the story there. So, yeah, I'm glad we could do this. Yeah, yeah thank you very much. Good perspective. Yeah, awesome. Hey, everybody, that is a wrap on another episode. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. It truly means so very much to me. Check out our show sponsor www.bbqclass.ca for all the details on their upcoming barbecue classes in Alberta. I will be attending the Pitmaster class in Calgary on March 30th, and I'm excited to learn from champion Rob Reinhardt. Hope to see you there. Thank you to Kenny and Janice for meeting up with me, and good luck to them both and their teams as they gear up for the 2019 barbecue season. I know the smell team is going to be down in Houston in February for the rodeo uh, barbecue cook-off there good luck to them and in Houston and wherever else their barbecue travels take them if you like what you're hearing please uh, give us a subscription rate and review the show share it with your friends let them know that you are listening to the eat more barbecue podcast the ratings and subscriptions on iTunes especially really help uh, move us up the ranks on iTunes and get the show out there for folks Message me with your comments. Let me know what you think on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. And as always, you can email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail on Twitter and Instagram and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca posting updates on the 2019 program and the participants. Next week on the show, I visit with Barbecue Country in Edmonton. This local store in South Edmonton has been providing their customers with a wide range of grills, smokers, and outdoor cooking accessories for 30 years. As always, thank you to Alan Horbin for providing all the music. And until next time, folks, keep on smoking. This has been a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.